Hey, welcome to the Try and Stop Me podcast, where we're all about shaking you up and helping you grow past your comfort zones in your career, life, and relationships. My name's Colleen, and some real talk, self-help, and motivational podcasts literally saved my life. The words I heard from hosts and their stories of their guests forced me to look deep within, get the hell out of my own way, and truly unlock some hidden power in me that I had no idea was brewing in me. Since then, I've set out on a mission to do the exact same for you. Every Monday, we have a brand new episode filled with stories, tips, and valuable life lessons we've learned and, well, let's be honest, are still learning in life in order to push ourselves past the comfort and create the life we are obsessed with. And girl, we are just taking this thing day by day. Everyone has a story. It's up to us to learn what is in that story that was teaching us a lesson. So let's get to it and do what we got to do to make you even more unstoppable. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Try and Stop Me podcast. Today's episode is super emotional. It's actually pretty cool because today is a full year, our one year anniversary since our very first episode together. That is 365 days of growth, baby. There's been hella highs and some definite real down dirty lows. I'm going to share with you today some of the biggest takeaways from my commitment from starting the show and what I've learned about myself, about the world, just a you know, what's the learning process been over the year, how showing up every single Monday, with the exception of some Mondays for holidays, has transformed me in a year and my thought processes. And like we say all the time, this is just an ever-evolving learning experience. There's days and weeks that are still down and still, you know, learning. And then, like I said, there's days that you just feel like you're on top of the world. This episode today, we're going to go through kind of my biggest takeaways from what I've learned throughout the year, just about life in general, and let's get into it. So if you guys don't know me, welcome. Hello, my name is Colleen. I am the host of this a phenomenal podcast. And I say that just because of you guys, the community who listens in on this, the messages you guys have sent me out throughout the year, you know, all of the love, all of the sharing posts, all of just everything about it. You keep me going. You keep me motivated. We keep each other motivated. And I'm so thankful and grateful that you've come along on the ride with me this entire time. I can't wait to see where this future is going to go. But for those that are new, what's up? My name's Kyle. So if you don't know me or anything about me, quickly, just to give you a little background, this show is about motivation. It's about keeping ourselves accountable, holding ourselves accountable, really just showing up, pushing ourselves past our comfort zone learning new things about ourselves so that we can go out there and go run after the dreams that we really are have been thinking about forever that we really want to accomplish. Or maybe there's like this goal that we want to hit or we want to start really working out or taking care of ourselves. That's what the show is about. It's all about self-development, self-love, the journey of life and through it together. If you listen to and go back to some past episodes, you'll start to hear that. But a little bit about me. So just so you have a little bit of history, I I was a hairstylist. You know, I would grow up out on Long Island in New York. Um, there's always this joke, you're a hairstylist, a nurse, or a teacher on Long Island. And that's really true, you know, uh, at least for me and the 
you know, people I was around, uh, we were all hairstylists and we were great and we had so much fun. But when you start that when you're 15 years old and then, you know, by 21, you kind of get in this like you're seeing the whole lifespan of what happens in the industry and nothing wrong with it. I love hairstylists. I love everything about it. I think if you could really kill it in the game, it is a great industry to be in. But I was really looking at it from a perspective of my future of saying like, who knows? I've always had this like mentality of like, who the hell knows where this future is going to lead us? I need to know that I could take care of myself. I know that there was no, you know, there's no benefits. There's no nothing. And I don't say that in meaning like I'm in the insurance world now. I'm just saying like, if something happens and I got sick, like I know I wouldn't be able to pay the bills just because I started to see people around me in the industry feeling or not feeling like they could come to work because of something happening within their personal life. And that really took a toll, right? So I started to think like, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? So I decided to take the leap of faith and put my resume out there, which literally guys had nothing on it. I was a hairstylist for years. That's great and all, but like when you're going into the corporate world, or like the office world where I was really submitting resumes because I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I have a two-year associate's degree. I didn't go to some crazy college. I went to a community college and I had a hair license. So I sent my resume out probably to 300 people. I'd be sitting in my salon chair, literally just in between clients, sending out the resumes, sending out the resumes. Because in my head, it was like, okay, do I do I try a new industry or do I open up my own salon? Like, where do I go from here? Because I always knew that I wanted more for myself. I just didn't know how to get there. So that's why I figured let's send out resumes. And I was thinking like, I don't know, maybe I'll start an office assistant somewhere and then you can learn an industry. Well, 300 guys, 300 resumes. If I could pull up my old email so you could really see how many times I've sent out that resume when I first started, I was 21, 22 when I was sending them out. Oh, such a struggle. I didn't find anything because who the hell is going to hire me, right? I had no experience, no experience in the office world, no experience, like no high level education. But I landed a gig at an insurance company, which I never thought, I always say like, you don't wake up in the morning and think you're going to fall into it. Like say like, I want to do insurance for the rest of my life. Like it just happens, like you fall into it. So I ended up there and honestly, I thought I was the coolest person in the world because for the first time I'm in an office experience and I'm like, oh, look at me, I'm answering the phone and I'm doing paperwork and all of this stuff. And it was fun. And I realized that it's really for that job specifically in the insurance and it was about health insurance. It was really just helping people and talking to people about their day-to-day life and then helping like explain their policy to them. No big deal, nothing crazy. Like I taught myself literally everything that I needed to know through the licensing program and through Google and you know, I'm just a guess a self-learner. If I don't know something, I'm going to figure out a way to teach myself so I don't look like an idiot. I think that's, you know, what we always say is like girls want to find the answer, right, Susan? So we always want to find the answer because we want to be able to like show up and know we have the response for you. So I taught myself a lot of the things that I needed to know from Google. Fast forward, it was like two years in that industry, in that firm. And uh, to me, there's two types of women in the world. There's the women that will build you up and then there's the women that will knock you down. Well, I started to get really good at what I was doing and, you know, we won't say too much, but I ended my job there with somebody because it just, it uh, you outgrow it, right? But I realized that I knew this industry was cool. It was like it, the same thing, 
from doing hair because behind the chair when you're a hairstylist and you're doing somebody's hair, you're literally a psychiatrist to your client. You know, they're talking to you about their divorce. They're talking to you about their baby that they, they're they having or they're getting married or, you know, the boy that they're talking to now, like all of these things in their life events or maybe somebody passed away. Like you're literally talking them through everything in life and just being there to listen. It is no different in any other customer service situation that you ever find yourself in. And I think that's why I really gravitated towards the health insurance world is because I was just good at talking to people and hearing and listening to their their problems and trying to come up with solutions for them. So when I realized that I liked the industry I was in, but I didn't like where I was necessarily working, I went to Google again. And I typed in uh, successful women in insurance because let's be honest, it's something that not many people in this world are women that are working in the industry that are, you know, there are a ton of women that are successful in the industry, but it is a very male dominated industry. So I just wanted to see it, you know, has anybody made it? Like, are there mentors? I didn't know anything, right? I was at a little firm again on Long Island. So I actually ended up finding a list of 12 women that were um, on this list of successful women on this Google search that I did. And Susan Combs of Combs and Company was on a list of them. And I was actually reading through. And if you know me by now, guys, I was listening. I was reading through and I was like, boring, 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 boring. And I hit Susan's and she's 10 years older than me. She looked super cool. Her you know, her bio on it and everything that they were saying, like, this woman is a kick-ass woman. So I was like, okay, what's the worst that can happen, right? Like, she has a firm in New York City. I'm just going to email her service line. So I went to her website and I found her service line and I said, hey, I'm just, a, we always laugh at the email. I'm like, hey, I'm just a girl from Long Island. You know, I'm in, I'm new to the industry. I'm getting licensed. Like, I don't know what to do next. I don't know where to turn next or like start my own thing. I'm just looking for somebody to mentor me and just kind of have a conversation just to, you know, if you're open to having the conversation. Well, fast forward, Susan's so nice. And she invited me in for lunch um, into the city. And I never thought I'd be working in New York City. But, you know, here I am now, seven years later, I'm now a partner at Combs and Company. So all of this to tell you that when you're feeling in your gut, like it's time to make a move, and you know, you can, you know, you have the abilities, because paper, college educations, all of that stuff, like, Never in my life did I ever think I could say I'm a partner in an insurance firm in New York City. But here we are today because it's the self-belief and the knowing that no matter what happens, you're going to take care of yourself and you're going to figure it out. And literally, I always say Google saved my life. It has saved my life multiple times with multiple different situations. But that really, that self-starter mentality, that's what we're all about here. Like, our our lives are going to take us down different twists and turns and, you know, industries might come and go and you might have passion for a little while in one thing. And then it may be time for you to pivot or maybe just time for you to learn something new. But that's what this show is really about. It's it's here to help you and really kick you in the behind, in the ass, to say you have the ability in you. You have that fire in you. You just have to be willing and able and capable to recognize it in you and then run after whatever you want to do. It may not make any sense to you 
at all. Like it's just to me, looking back on a lot of the stuff that happened in life, nothing makes sense. Nothing is lined up the way that I had planned out in my head. And that is the beautiful part about it because I would not be where I am today without trusting my gut and my intuition and having the belief in myself. And sometimes you fall off of that belief in yourself. So that's what I want to talk about today. What I've learned because during all of those times and in the past, you know, years, I went through stuff that really beat me down completely. You know, I was in a situation where I shouldn't have been in a situation for as long as I was. It was extremely toxic to one's everything without going into too many details that I can't go into. But just know, you know, relationships, partners, a lot of things can break you. Life can break you. You know, it it turns into, you can turn into a totally different person. But at the end of the day, I knew I was still inside somewhere. I knew I still had that fire in me, even though it was burnt out and I literally had lost myself completely. I'd lost my voice and everything about me. The show for me and starting the show, when I say podcasts saved my life, I really mean they saved my life. I was in the darkest days, the biggest depression you'd ever be in because you've allowed stuff to happen to you for so many years. You just beat yourself up for allowing this kind of behavior But at some point, you have to snap yourself out of it. And the only person that can save you is you because you are the only one that is in control of your absolute life, of your destiny, of every step that you take forward. As hard as it may be, as scary as it may be, as difficult things may be, you have the ability to change your world and change your life any second you truly make that decision. And once that decision is flipped, I'm telling you, girl, there is no going back. You know, it could be for a job. It could be for a relationship. It could be for a, any anything in life. You know, once you make that choice that you deserve better and you're going to get better, that's it. That you've made the call, the call to action's in, and we're going full force into it. So this year, the past 365 days, you know, you guys know that I've been doing coaching sessions with Stephanie. I've been on this like self-development, self-growth journey because I'm going to be 32 years old. You know, I came from whatever I was in and I had to rebuild my life and remember who I was and and get my voice back and get my power back and, and everything behind that. 365 days later, it's still a work in progress, baby. It is never going to be 100% where you wake up and you're happy all of the time or you wake up and you feel so motivated that you're like, yeah, I'm going to take on the world. No, you're normal. You are allowed to have normal emotions, life day-to-day stuff, work gets overwhelming, life gets overwhelming, you know, sicknesses and, and things in the world happen that will bring you down. But when you have that gut feeling and knowing in who you are and that self-reflection, that is what we're all about. So number one on kind of the transformation in the year that I've learned about myself, and it's not even just learning about yourself, it's mostly remembering about myself, is it's okay to wake up and realize you're outgrowing who you've been. Every single new level of yourself is a different layer and a different version of yourself. So don't self-sabotage because of uncomfortable, uh, it's uncomfortable situations and you're afraid of success. Like so many times throughout the year, I'd be like, like for example, so silly, right? So stupid. If you follow me on Instagram, if you don't, it's at Kyle Blum, go follow me. Um, But if you follow me on Instagram, some of my reels 
like that I make, like the funny reels or whatever I make, some of them started to really take off and like they hit 20,000 views. And for me, <laughs> living like a hermit crab for as long as I lived to now have like all of these eyes on you and this page and people in your DMs and like all of this stuff, it literally started to make me sweat my palms because it was something I wasn't used to. I'm not used to the attention, right? So like you do this because you want to be on the self-development journey and you want to help people and, and help women get outside of their comfort zones and run after the dreams that they want to do and, you know, get out there and live a healthy lifestyle and all of this stuff. But then when people really start to follow you or see you or say stuff to you, I mean, whoo, that is an uncomfortable situation that I really needed to say like, okay, I'm at a different level now. It is okay for new people to get to know me. I can't be afraid of success. I just need to enjoy the ride. And it's so silly. It's just a real, right? But when you start to see 20,000 and everything's ticking up and your page is starting to blow up, it's like this weird, exciting, awkward feeling all at the same time. So with that is that it's just enjoy the ride and see what's in store because the next level is literally made for you. What comes of that is made for you. So in the uncomfort and and the knowing that you're outgrowing who you used to be, it's a beautiful thing. Embrace it. There, there is something that's meant for you during this, first of all, uncomfort stage and then what happens when you take that step forward? So the next step forward, that is the most exciting part. Two, number two, what I've learned over the past year, and I think you guys know this is a really big one for me. The real work is within. So what I say by that is like real self-care and development is not just day spas and facials and drinking your green juice. All of that 100% absolutely comes into self-care because we should be pampering ourselves. We work damn hard every single day. We show up for ourselves. We show up for our families. We show up for the world. Taking care of ourselves is one thing. But when we're talking about real work within and we're talking about real self-care and self-love, it's really boiling down to self-care is a series of thoughts and decisions and sometimes getting through dark days. It's the decision to address your recurring toxic thoughts and prioritizing your mental health and your healthy body, putting that first every single day and to put your happiness over your history. So let me say that again. It's so real self-care. And this is where the coaching with Stephanie, like you guys know, I did the joy method. And if you have never looked into Stephanie Vershow, I've tagged her a bunch of times on my page. She is it, it just when you need to break out of a certain toxic cycle or to get out of your own way, she has this method and it's the, called the joy method. And she takes you through an eight week program where you're really just like checking in with yourself, calling yourself out on your own shit, learning new stuff about yourself. And you're in this group. So you have the group support of other people in the group with you too. So everybody's calling each other out and everybody's holding each other accountable. And it's just like this, this thing that we don't do as adults that I think is so important for us to do all of the time because if we don't if we just go through the life day-to-day -day stuff you know we're just going to be waking up and going to sleep and the same routine and then maybe seeing friends on the weekend and seeing family and like when do you actually ever check in with yourself so when I say self-care and self-love is not just facials and taking care of yourself and like giving yourself the drink it's really self-care is calling yourself out, and I say it all the time, 
on your negative bullshit and the stuff that you keep replaying from the history and the past in your head like a movie because that stuff at least for me and I'm speaking of experience of just bad stuff that still pops up that I play on repeat because it's situations that you you went through it happened the movie scene is a reality that you know for sure you know was a terrible thing or terrible things and Sometimes you can't get it out of your head, but self-care is really the work within to heal the trauma, to heal the shit that you went through. Because putting your happiness over your history and addressing the toxic shit and the thoughts and prioritizing your mental health and your wellness, that is where your life is going to be more fulfilled. Not this like, oh, it's going to be so happy and rainbows. It's going to be you understanding who you are, you building foundation blocks of your strength so that if anything ever tries to come and hit you again, they're only going to be able to hit you from the side. They're never going to be able to completely trample you down to your foundation because you know how strong you are. You know how capable you are. And, you know, those little pebbles that are going to knock you throughout life at some point, you know who you are. You know you're unstoppable. You know everything about yourself. So when I say the real work is within, I really mean that. And I've, I've learned that so much throughout this year is like, <laughs> it's some days have been really hard because you're being honest and you're being honest about the history and you're getting it all out. You know, it's a beautiful thing, this life, but it's also a tragic thing. And it's nice to acknowledge things in your life happened to you but not dwelling over it anymore and letting it stop you from getting after and running after the things you actually deserve. Learning how to check in and use that shit and use that kind of gut and those emotions and everything and putting it full force into something that's positive, like this show, that's positive, like my workouts, that's positive, like me getting out my emotions on paper. You know, that doesn't keep it all inside bottled up so I can release it and then I can go after the stuff that I want to do. So that's number two for me is, you know, I always love that. We're always going to be on this self-development, self-journey love kind of train because it's never going to be it's never going to be fulfilled. And that's kind of the coolest part for me is it's never going to be drained again in my life. But I know that you're going to learn more and more about yourself and everything that's happening around you is going to make it all make sense for you in the future. Which brings me to number three, <laughs> believing that something will happen for you. <laughs> that shit needs consistency too, girl. Believing and having that self-belief, you can't lose faith just because you don't see results right away. So if you're working out or if you are on the self-development journey and you're like, Kyle, I've been writing and journaling and meditating and doing all the shit that you tell me to do all the time, but I'm not seeing anything. Or like, yeah, I want to work out, but then I'm really really tired by the end of the day or I'm really tired in the morning so that I want to say that I'm going to do it tomorrow and then maybe I'll do it tomorrow but then I don't follow up the next day like how many times do we say this stuff to ourselves but believing that something will happen for you needs consistency so that's the part in the brain too that like you're not always going to be motivated. You need the discipline within yourself to know you can't lose faith just because you don't see the results right away. So if you're not seeing results in working out and you're not seeing results in the self-healing yet, that's because you're still going through the work. That because it's still not a habit for you, it's a chore for you. 
So alignments and everything that is going on, paths are being created for you. So when you're feeling a certain way and you're like, eh, this is taking too long. So you start to lose belief in yourself or you're not seeing the results in the body or you're not seeing the results in the mind. You have to remember that connections are being made for you. Every single thing is in motion. So the connection between you and wanting to work out or you and wanting to run after your goals, those are happening every step that you take towards your future self. So working on your current self of your self-development of everything that you're doing right now and the beautiful stage that you're in at the current moment is all lining up because this is an ongoing thing in life. And I just said it, you know, a few seconds ago. Right now, everything that you want to do to get to the next level or push yourself towards that goal, all of that is work. And work is what they're like, oh, motivation and determination and all this stuff. It has to become a habit. So once it becomes ingrained in your day-to-day routine, like at this point in my life, for as long as I've been working out, That to me, I know that's my mental sanity. That is my therapy. That's where I can go to release. That is where I can go to push through stuff. And really like when you're you're hitting a certain level and you're like, I can't go any further. Like my body can't do it. That is like the mental gym at that point. It turns into a mental fitness game for me where I then go one more or go two more because it's just that extra push that you know you're then mentally strong enough. So every you have to remember everything is in motion. It will become a habit. Right now it's a chore and it feels like a chore because now you're saying like eh, it's it's not coming as soon as I want it to be because it's not a part of your day to day yet. Once you start to really do it and keep pushing yourself. And I have the same problem with meditation. I try to do it every day. Everything is in motion. Your dreams, your goals, everything that you're working toward, all you need to do is just keep showing up for yourself every single day and be patient. Give yourself the luxury and the leisure when you need the days off and you actually need the days off. But call yourself out, like I say all the time, call yourself out on your own shit when you're like, yeah, I'm just being lazy. Let's go. Or I really don't want to make that call. Let's go. All you need to do is just keep showing up for yourself every day. Be patient. You're going to get there. But right now, you're here. And here is the perfect place to be. So believe that is coming for you. But you have to keep believing and being consistent in your beliefs within yourself. Because the thoughts and how many thoughts we have per day on one of those episodes we talked about, that shit becomes really at reality because the universe, if we're thinking it and saying it, it's always negative and toxic bullshit that's coming out of our mouths, that is the only thing that is going to be portrayed in your feelings and in your day-to-day stuff. So if you can, you can flip the script and be consistent in the belief in yourself and try to tone down on that self-negative talk and try to tone down call yourself out, take out a journal when you're feeling down, really believing in yourself. That is what's going to change it. Be where you are right now because you're going to get there in the future. That is something this whole year I've definitely learned. Number four, and this one's really calling myself out because I hope it hits home with you too. You're not afraid of failing. You're afraid of letting other people see you fail. I saw this as a quote online and it said, what other people think of you is none of your fucking business. I'm going to say that again. You're not afraid of failing. You're afraid of letting other people see you fail. What other people think of you is none of your fucking business. So keep going. So when I, this one for me, 
because let's be honest, like, right, a lot of people who listen to the show or, you know, new people is great. I love new people. I love, hey guys, I love you all. You are like my instant best friends. But people who know you that listen to the show or like watch you online, you get this weird, like, are they judging me? Like, do they? are they doing that? And it's so weird because you're in your thirties and you're like, why the frig do I care about this? Like I'm in middle school again, but it's some kind of like, it is built into humanity. At least for me, it's always been, I've always been very self-conscious about myself, about my feelings. And I've had to really zone in. And let me tell you, it goes high highs, low lows, high highs, low lows. So when I say that, I mean like there's points where I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm great. I'm confident. This is awesome. And then all of a sudden you'll hit a real low low and you're like, where did this feeling? Like I thought we got over this girl. What the fuck? So then we're back up to confidence and like not giving shit what anybody thinks. And then all of a sudden, like two weeks later, you're like, why the fuck am I down here again? But <laughs> That is a huge learning thing for a year that I've really had to check in on myself of being like, it is about you. It is about you and your mission and your why. So when you're out there and you're committed to your goals and you're committed to your future, it's always working towards your future self for your younger self, for the woman you are today. Because in the future, you're going to look back at who you are today and be like, wow, you know, I am so proud of you for then. But girl, if you can only see us now. So it's really stop caring about what anybody else thinks. They don't pay your fucking bills. They don't check in on you. They're not really caring also what you're doing because everybody's attention span is 0.7 seconds. If you didn't know that, it is now 0.7 seconds. That's what social media and the world and the internet has done to human brains is we don't care past 0.7 seconds. So if you think people are judging you, whether you're trying to push a new product online or you're putting yourself out there or you're working out more, People are more concerned with themselves because they're probably saying the same shit about themselves, right? They're probably self-concerned about themselves, right? So you're not afraid to fail. You're afraid of letting other people see you fail. What other people think about you is none of your business. So stop thinking about and caring about what anybody else has to say or might be saying or probably honestly is not freaking saying because they're more concerned about their own stuff, right? Like like I said, 0.7 seconds, people's attention span, poof, gone. They're not giving a shit what you're doing. If they're watching you fail and they're getting joy out of it, that's a different situation. You should probably be cutting that person out of your life. But most of the time, the things that are if you fail in life, you're failing forward because it's teaching you something bigger. It's your foundation for the future. It's you getting to another level that maybe this wasn't it. Like maybe whatever you're working on today or that goal or that business, yeah, it's going to be devastating if it doesn't work out because you put all, all of your all into it. Maybe you put a ton of money into it. There's situations in life that you're not always going to be successful at. And that is just reality of the world. That's not me being negative. That's just me saying, like, but it will get you to that next step because it's taking you up the ladder. It's building another building block on your foundation. So if the world kind of tries to come and knock you down, every failure that you've ever had in your life has made you stronger, has made you wiser. When we win at things and it's easy to win at things, I, I don't know. But for me, sometimes I don't get as much satisfaction in it because, you know, if it's a quick turnaround and it's a quick, you know, great thing, then you're like, yeah, that was easy. Like, what, what can I do next? But 
if you actually really work on something and work hard towards it. That's why I really love fitness too, because for me, it's like I'm building my body. I'm building my stamina. I'm building my strength. I know that like at the end of the day, I could punch somebody in the face if I need to. No, probably can't, right? I should probably take boxing lessons. But I'm saying that for me, fitness is the way that I fell forward. Like if I did bad the day before or I couldn't lift the way I wanted to lift the day before or let's say like I just couldn't run, my ankles were hurting me, whatever the case, like then tomorrow, and you know I hate running, right? But tomorrow I'm going to work on maybe going a little bit harder or a little bit further or a little bit step up. So every fail for you, every failure in anything, you're not afraid of failing. You're afraid of other people seeing you fail and who the fuck cares what they think? Keep the focus on yourself. Keep the focus on your dreams because somebody out there is watching. And I say that all the time. You might not know it. They may never tell you, but you are affecting somebody and you are being a role model to somebody that you don't even know that you are yet. So keep going. Keep pushing yourself. Stop caring what other people think because it's none of their business and it's none of your business who they like or don't like. Who the hell cares what they think? They're probably one of those trolls online. Keep moving. Keep going, baby. Lastly, sometimes, you know, and this is one just in general, right? Sometimes you're going to go through things in life that just really make you sit back and question, why the hell did that happen to me? Like, how could something like this ever happen to me? And it's not in this woe is me self-pity party because I do truly think that that is a healthy question for you to ask yourself too because it's it's something of self-reflection and you're not dwelling in it, right? We're not dwelling in our history, but it's okay to ask like, why the fuck was I put through that? Like, I know the universe has got my back. I know that everything happens for its reasons, but I even say it sometimes like, did it have to be like that? Like, did it really have to be like that? But now throughout this year, what I've learned, it might have had to been like that. As terrible and terrible as it seems to say that, what happened or what happens in the future, that is really building you and, and showing you who you are and what you're capable of. And it could be something, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense in your life. It doesn't make sense to your family. You know, things I always say like with death and experiences and people getting sick and all of that never makes sense, but it does also because it, it, it teaches you something about how you can show up for your family or how you can show up for the world and not be bitter because something happening in your world or how you can self-reflect and say, how can I just ask or communicate better of what I need in this moment? There's little things that even though it, it may not make sense, like why is this happening to me? How can that trauma have made any sense to me? Like it, how the frig, right? But looking back after the situation, don't you always kind of shake your head and be like, yeah, you know, there was definitely something in there that like maybe it made the family come closer. Maybe it made you stronger. Maybe it made you, you know, believe in yourself or get yourself or push yourself out of a zone. So when life is throwing things at you, have the belief that in some weird way, life is working out. As long as you have the ability to trust within yourself, know that no matter what life tries to throw your way, you are strong and you are a hell of a lot more far capable to get through anything and everything because you've built all these solid foundations in yourself. 
it's okay to reach out for and ask for help. It's okay to talk to close people in your corner to get it out. It's okay to go to therapy if you need to go to therapy. Don't ever let this life knock you down and make you bitter. Don't make it, you know, if you don't hit a goal or if your business fails or not saying that's ever going to happen, right? Because we're all about positive and we're going to go there. But just know that if something happens in this world, it's there because it's supposed to push you to a different direction. You're supposed to meet new people. You're supposed to walk through a different door. You're supposed to learn something new about yourself. Everything is pushing us towards who we're supposed to be. We just have to be willing and able to look in to really take in what we were supposed to take in during that time. So don't ever let this life knock you down and then keep you down. It might knock you down. It might really just set you back. You might be in two months in a dark room. You know, do what you got to do for yourself but do not ever and I hope these words stay with you don't ever let it keep you down because there is somebody out there that needs to learn how you got through there is somebody out there that needs to hear your words there is somebody out there that needs to see that you got back up you dusted off what you needed to dust off and you kept believing in yourself and then something happened good for you because there's always like I said there's always always somebody watching us there's always somebody looking up to us and it's our responsibility now as the adults in this world to teach and show what we've learned in a positive way and how we were able to kind of get through certain things in life so that we can teach the younger generation or our peers or whoever that may be in that muck right now because everybody goes through muck in life. Everybody has a story. But if you can show people your story and how you were able to succeed and conquer and keep moving forward, you're going to help somebody. You might not help everybody, but there's one person that you will help. I know it for a fact. I know it in my heart, in my gut. So don't ever let it knock you down. Life is going to try to knock us all down. Don't ever let it keep you down. You were born here for a purpose. You were here to make a difference. You know, even like I said, if that difference is rebuilding yourself over and over again, you doing that is going to show another little girl that she can make it too. So no matter what, you are strong. You are unstoppable. You are ready to take over. And I can't wait for you to come along on the next 365 days while we learn a hell of a lot more about ourselves, about the goals and how we can run after what we want in life, everything that we are working towards in the future. Girl, we're going to get. It's for us. It's meant for us. Somehow we're going to get there, whether our lives and our roads you know, might do a little twisty turns. They might come at crosswords. Who knows? But whatever is meant for us is out there and we are working towards it. But in the meantime, we're working on us. So I will see you next week. I love you guys. You know, it's been a great year with you and we're not going anywhere. You know, who knows where the show goes in the future, but I do know the solid foundation building blocks is that it has helped me light years beyond anything that I could ever imagine because I've showed up every single Monday. I put myself out there. I'm uncomfortable sometimes. You know, I'm talking about things that maybe make me uncomfortable or just even showing up in social media makes me uncomfortable sometimes. But I've learned to get over that shit and keep moving forward. And we're still going to be a work in progress, but we're moving. So I, like I said, I love you. I will see you next week. We have an all new interview, but it's been real. Happy anniversary. Ah, see you later. I shine harder than the stars in the night, though. Hate the who's who's, don't give me a tight, though. Flipping in that set, so I don't worry the price, though. Got scratched like mine, no, leave it to the tribal. Ah! I ain't trying to try, though. I can do this with my eyes closed. You forgot nothing on my goals. My girl ain't plastic, she don't even recycle. All these kids just wanna be.
idols. All these kids just wanna be rival. I need something way more than viral. I need something way more than viral. Gotta be something way more than idol. Careful not to get too close, I might just go.